And hello, and welcome back hello. to 16 Candlekeeps. Who the for just you, Emma. Um, <laughs> I was just trying to be friendly and welcoming. Sorry, I will keep it to myself in the future. <laughs> Rude. I, I thought we could all jump in and say hello, but all right, next time I know when to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> anyway, hi. Wow. <laughs> hello, one and all. Hello, players. Hello, listeners. Hello. How is everyone? I exist. That was fine. <laughs> Jade exists. Wow. <laughs> Come on, Jade. I'm the game. I'm trying not to anger the DM before combat. Yeah, I'm scared. <laughs> Again, I've said this a thousand times. It's not the harpies you need to worry about. There's a thing in the cave and I'm huh, that's that's for... the DM. <laughs> there's, it's there's a Steve a... lurking in the shadows. <laughs> I don't want to go in there. Um, hello, welcome to Sixteen Candlekeeps, the uh, place where the eighties failed their death saves, re-rolled a new character, and went. You know what? This one doesn't need to worry about any operations BBC and or UK government are dealing with. Um, I've already alienated half the audience. Welcome. Um, so. Hello. Um, are there any announcements or things that people want to shout out? Um, I don't believe time sensitive because uh, because um, we, we we don't know where these come come out. Uh, so we're planning this should be coming out if all goes to plan on the twenty fourth of February. So is there anything that anyone wants to shout out or um, or announce or anything like that? There's nothing I'm expecting at that point in the future. <laughs> if there is, I'll shout it out on the week after. Let me look through my diary. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not expecting anything. Not to my knowledge. It's the week after my uni deadline. <laughs> yeah. So, no. <laughs> so in about three or four weeks' time, Jade's appearance and audio will sound a lot more chill. Um. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> oh, no, I'm gonna cry in a corner. I'm gonna cry in a corner. Don't, don't do it. And we're back. Back, back to Steve. <laughs> Is there anything you want to announce, Steve? I, I don't. Um, I, I, I've, I've yet to decide that I'm gonna start a let's play, or a. Uh, a... A, a thing on YouTube saying hi let me talk at you for an hour and a half whilst I talk about my lack of understanding about DMing um, or something like that. However if you do want to see some great things, one of our players has a great unboxing slash unopening opening of packs things how's that going? <laughs> that was the cleanest segue ever um... yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, over on the Bingle Bang Bang YouTube channel, um, as well as being able to watch the videos of 16 Candlekeeps with a view of the battle cam. Again, combat, fun times. Um, recently, I have opened up some of the latest set of Magic the Gathering's Coldheim. Um, so you can have a look at that. Um, also attempting to construct a deck out of the pre-release kit that I got from that set. Um, other nerdy things, hopefully by this point of recording, um, my Digimon card game booster box might be here if Brexit and the pandemic can sort out all of their distribution <laughs> issues. Um, but for more D&D related stuff, uh, you can keep up with Garland's character progression. Um, there should be a video up that will show the level up. Something that, if he survives, that I will keep on doing. Um, <laughs> just to show you how I level things up, it's especially helpful if, for example, you've never played as an artificer before just so that you can see what sort of options are available and what fun stuff you can get. Excellent. That's me done plugging. 
love it i have been enjoying um and i by no means i'm not shining a light on anything but i have noticed the difference between your pokemon videos and your magic the gathering videos and i'm glad that i am that viewer <laughs> 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 i watched that over and over again just going i enjoyed this part because i have no idea about that card that looks cool <laughs> and also nice to understand i say it cal time so i didn't realize it was cold time um, it, yep, I uh, I started to try and pronounce it as Kaldheim, and then I watched the live stream announcement, and everything mm. was Coldheim, and uh. Uh, Jimmy Wong said Coldheim, and so after that, Jimmy Wong says it, and that's Jimmy Wong <laughs> of the Command Zone, therefore, it's Coldheim. I will only follow Day 9, and that is all. Um, anyway... <laughs> <laughs> enough of that nerdy stuff let's go play something cool you know because <sighs> we're in the ice wind dales um so remind ourselves where we are let's have a look shut up <laughs> we're, we're 80s based it was <laughs> we're 80s based we might as well do the the like it's it's about 10 years before any of the good writers are born um anyway so Arriving in the town of East Haven on the southeast region known as Ten Towns in Icewind Dale, three new adventurers find themselves wandering into a two-year snowy isolation caused by Oral the Frostmaiden. We met our dwarven artificer, our Eldarin ranger, and a ghost rogue, or lost soul rogue, uh, with ideas of dungeon crawling, ingredient trying, and a peaceful afterlife. Wanting to get themselves some petty cash and a chance to travel, the group have picked up some work from a local half-elf arcanist looking to study an elemental creature known as a Twinger, and also agreed to look into the missing fishermen from the local townsguard. Not wanting to miss an opportunity for support, they picked up the Goliath who had recently been laid off by the ferry service and headed out onto Lake Dinshire to look into their mission. While scanning the shoreline near the Cauldron Caves, they found the boat known as the Knucklehead, uh, which was left in the last known location of these fishermen, and were marked as easy prey by two harpies in need of a meal. So, the first initiative roll of our podcast. <laughs> Everybody roll initiative! Oh, I'm scared. Uh, I don't <laughs> want to deal with harpies. Right, it's my See initiative. how bad this is. Oh, yeah, wait, this is the character that actually has a decent initiative. <laughs> I mean, speak for yourself. I've got a minus oh two. Oh my initiative. god! Oh, you've got a minus. Really? Yeah, I've got a minus two. In <laughs> my dex is seven. Uh, Thirteen. Thirteen for Erica. Thirteen for Erica. Yeah. What have we got for? You go ahead, Liam. What have we got for Garland? <laughs> Three. <laughs> Excellent. And Nuraf? Uh, uh, five. Five? Excellent. So you still went before me. <laughs> You're there feeling like ashamed, and I'm like, nah, nah. It's I rolled fine. a two. <laughs> I rolled a two. I have if a plus I three a two, initiative. I would have zero. <laughs> <sighs> so. We're doing great, guys. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, as for our viewers on the old um, on the old YouTube, we'll see. Here's a wonderful map I've knocked together through Roll Twenty, because there's only one place you want to go for online maps, and that's somewhere else. But Roll Twenty will do. Um, <laughs> please sponsor us, Roll Twenty. <laughs> no, Roll Twenty is amazing. If you do want to play online, um, make sure you've got a decent bandwidth, especially if you've got a larger party. But it's such a useful place to have all your notes and uh, with enough purchases you can get a very uh, useful array of different tokens and miniatures. Or you can just steal Google Images, um, <laughs> which some of us do <laughs> every now and then. Um, please find... Uh, uh, please. So for you guys here, but also for our uh, audience who aren't seeing this... Uh, that you are currently all surrounding the boat, the Knucklehead. Uh, I've placed you at the moment at just random intervals around the boat, but to the east of where you currently are are two harpies starting to scorch down through the air. They are female-looking humanoid shapes with uh, quite avian talons and uh, a very uh, 
dark and discoloured flesh that leads up into large and not angelic uh, eagle-like wings that sprout at their back. They are essentially uh, the the sort of thing that um, <clears throat> people don't want to see when out on the oceans when they're looking for mermaids. Um, they are currently forty foot in the air. Uh, they are about uh, we're about uh, twenty five feet from the closest of. Uh, the closest person, so 25 feet away from uh, Garland to the left and Kodar to the right. And it's just an open tundra of ice and pain. So let's uh, let's jump into the first <laughs> jump into the first um, action with uh, the second harpy, apparently, according to my, my oh, roles. No. <laughs> so harpy, oh, no. harpy number two, please, uh, is going to continue flying down towards the larger of your party, um, trying to get towards 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, uh, um, and comes flying all the way down towards, um, towards Kodar with talons just completely open and ready to pincer around anything it can grab into. Uh, da, 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 da. That's not going to hit. And second attack. That is going to hit. Uh, da, 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 da. So, uh, that is 1d4 plus 1 to Kodar. 5 points to Kodar. <laughs> Lovely. Um, so that, that second one comes flying down, plants its claws either side uh, of his arms, trying to pin him in place, and lifts a club out of some mottled kind of furs that it has around it to try to keep itself warm, and slams it onto his head. You can almost see the uh, cartoon uh, bird starting to swing around his oh. head, as it then kind of fights back, realising that uh, it hasn't taken its prey completely by surprise and tries to move away before, uh, trying to, before it can get hit any further. Uh, that will bring us to Erica. Erica, um, um, with your current placement, you are just behind the boat. Uh, you can see one off in the distance uh, about... So the one to your left is 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 feet ahead of you and 40 foot in the air. And then there's that other one about 10 feet to your right, uh, currently uh, playing around with Kodar. Right. Um, the one playing around with Koda, I would like to fire an arrow at it, please. Excellent. Before I do this, I just want to check I don't have um, advantage on this at all, do I? Uh, you won't at the moment, no. That's fine. I don't know why I said good, that's bad. But <laughs> You're trying yeah. to get your sneak attack. I was, but I was like, I just want to check, so I'm still not sure of the rules of advantage, so I just wanted to check I don't have that before I like, misusing it or something. I believe that. Um... Does a twenty-four hit, by the Jesus, way? Jesus, yes, it does. Okay. <laughs> um, just so, so you're aware, you don't need to have advantage yes. on the attack roll if another enemy of that target is in with five feet of that enemy. Uh, it isn't incapacitated, and you don't have disadvantage, so you do still have sneak attack. Oh, so I can use it. Yep. Okay. Um, I mean, I, I I managed to hit it, but oh yeah, I scored. Yeah, we'll go with that first score. It was much better. Um. <laughs> I do. Where is my dex? It is there. I do eight piercing damage to it. Eight piercing? And is that with your sneak attack on top? Uh, no, that's without sneak attack. Roll a d6 and add it. Okay. Uh, right. Is it 1d6 plus 6? I'm just uh, It's just 1d6. Oh, it's just 1d6. Um, yep. An extra 5 then, please. Extra five, lovely. So you bring your uh, your bow and arrow round quickly, knock the arrow, and then loose. It scorches over the air, right over the shoulder of uh, Kodar, and slams into the navel of this weird bird-like creature that you can see flapping around in front of him, uh, has now pulled a club. Um, with your placement, you watch as blood just spurts out and kind of peppers Kodar's face. Um, the beard that apparently... Um, most Goliaths don't normally have, but this one has one. Um, the beard somehow looking uh, all the better for some sort of uh, liquid washing over it. Anyway, um, anything else for you? Do you want to move or are you just staying there? No, but what I am going to do, and this isn't an action, this is just that I can use it once per day. I would like to use Shy Away so I become invisible 
in the hope that it confuses them as to where the attack came from. Excellent. So you just uh, take it after taking uh, your shot. You take a moment, focus your energy, and then you call back your corporeal being. So you are now just your floating kind of actual ethereal self for a moment. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that lasts until the start of your next turn. Um. Uh, yes, you can turn invisible until the start of your next turn, and I can only use it once per day, so that's right. I can't use it again. That's fine. Um, right, uh, do you want to move anywhere, or are you just staying where you are, invisible? I am going to stay where I am, please. Excellent. That brings us to Nerineth. Oh, not the other harpy. Yeah, right. people roll <laughs> low. <laughs> so again, wow, okay. with your placement, you are about... 10 feet to the left of uh, Erica, who has just blinked out of existence uh, for your uh, for your vision. But you can see this one off in the distance, about 50 feet ahead of you and 40 foot in the air. And this other one that has just had an arrow slung into it by uh, uh, by Erica before disappearing. How far away is that one from me? Uh, so, it, like I say, it'd be 50 feet uh, directly and then 40 foot in the air. So you're yeah, probably looking about... The... The one that's in front of... Um, oh, the one in front of Kodar. Uh, Kodar, sorry. That's 20 feet ahead uh, away from you. On oh, that one. Sorry, yeah. I, uh, and, I lost. Um, I Where? hope it works. Oh, no. So you're going to I'm Hunter's going to, Mark. I'm going to it? cast Hunter's Mark on Harpy number two, please. Excellent. <laughs> so you, you Harpy t- number two, please, Bob. <laughs> you turn, focus your... your her own ranger and uh, ranger abilities towards it, marking it as your prey. Mm-hmm. And then with my hand crossed bow, I would like to shoot at it, please. Excellent. Roll for attack. Yes. You won't have sneak <laughs> attack higher than a because two. you're a ranger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can. I get twenty-one. This twenty-one hits. Yes. Oh yeah. Well done. I'll let you into a secret. It's. It's very over its AC. (laughs) (laughs) So, 1d6 plus 3, and then my other surprise d6 because of Hunter's Mark. Yeah, I like Hunter's Mark. Hunter's Mark's fun. (laughs) Maths. (laughs) Seven. (laughs) That is seven piercing damage. Seven piercing. That's with the Hunter's Mark rolled on it as well. Yes. Excellent. So again, after that arrow sinks into its navel, you turn, pulling your hand crossbow, loose a bolt. It goes about a couple of inches to the left of that arrow. And now it just it bring, brings its hands down, reaching for its gut. You see blood starting to spurt, just start to rush all over Kodar, who's just sat looking up at this thing, not even had a chance to move or look at it. Um, uh, because of the way D&D combat time works, it's all happening at the same time, but definitely he's reacting. Um, anyway. Um, but yes, uh, is there anything else you'd like to do, a movement or anything like that? I'm going to stay where I am. <laughs> Excellent. That will bring us to Koda, uh, who, now that this has happened, he is going to just growl and uh, bring his fist up towards the uh, towards the harpy and punch it in the head. And natural 20. Excellent. So, so he is going to do nice. two... Plus strength. That's five points of damage. Pardon, Coda. Good boy. It's always the NPCs. I know. We'll just do some really lame attacking while he gets the best part. <laughs> we'll distract it while he kills it. I rarely get a how do you want to do this, so I'm not going to say anything. Anyway, uh, so yeah, you were, uh, as you two have both just loosed an arrow or a bolt towards this creature, uh, the uh, the Goliath that you have brought along with you just reaches up, punches in the side of the, the bird-like woman's head as it then gets a bit dizzy and starts to almost drop in disorientation and then brings itself back up in front of it and rears back with an angry growl towards uh, Kodar. That brings us to, unfortunately, because of rolls, <laughs> the, the other harpy. Happy number one, please. I'm so shocked. <laughs> <laughs> Who is going to fly down? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 35, um, which will bring us down in front of Garland. 
and is going to do mm-hmm. the same sort of thing. Uh, so, Master Garland uh, would, for the claw attack... Ooh, that's actually quite high. Uh, an unnatural 20 hit. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll, that'll, that'll definitely do it at level 2. Yep, <laughs> that's five <laughs> oh, no. points of slashing damage to you. As it's, it flies down with its talons, almost like about to pick you up like some sort of oh, no. prey that it's going to take off to its lair. But it then actually lunges in and holds you in place as it brings its club up that it pulls from its uh, its own furs and tries to hit you on the head. Uh, da, 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 though that's a... Pff, yeah. Uh, would a six hit? <laughs> uh, no. Yay! <laughs> so you being you being a little sloshed from your uh, several beers that you've had and bring brought back up uh, on the boat ride into Icewind Dale, and then also the few that you've had to to ebb the uh, the, the the boat ride after effects, uh, find yourself a little bit swaying. You're not drunk, but you're you're in a happy place, and it's almost to your 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 um, your own gain as you just sway slightly out of the way of a club that tries to hit you on the head and actually slams into the talons of the creature, making it let loose of your your shoulders and moves back a bit. Uh, which will bring us to your turn. What would you like to do, Garland? Okay. Um, so, I am going to just look to everyone else who is all, you know, attacking the other one. That's fine, guys. I totally got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, sure you do. Great. Um, gonna then take his tankard um, off of his belt and have a little drink (laughs) and then uh, burp in the face of the harpy and can I get a constitution save please oh oh, no this is so gross (laughs) excellent constitution saving from the uh, harpy that is a unnatural 20 Ah, uh, damn. Um, yep. So uh, that will be no poison damage to the to the harpy. <sighs> I love I love Such the first time. Way of doing it. Yeah, the first time Garland gets to use one of his spells or uh, uh, artificer invocations, and I ruin it by rolling a natural nineteen. I'm sorry. Oh. <laughs> it's fine. I only went for the cantrip. Uh, I have two spell slots and no way to recover them, so... Ah, you only need cantrips until about level 8. Don't worry about it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Lovely. So, is there anything else for you? Would you like to move or are you just staying put? Um, As a free action, I'm going to (laughs) frown. Excellent. (laughs) I've still totally got this, guys. That will bring us back to the top of the round with Harpy number two, who is going to seeing uh, the uh, seeing the fact that it's getting quite beaten up and seeing that its friend is uh, uh, getting a much better time of it, is going to try use its uh, it's going to try use its luring song. So, could I have a wisdom saving throw from everyone, please? A wisdom save. Yes, please. Oh, I don't like it. I have advantage on any wisdom. I got a nine. Nine? No. Okay. Oh, and that's. What did you get? I got 21. 21. I did. Did you get. I got a five. A five? Hey! Excellent. It's a positive number. Yeah. So all of you can hear the song that it starts to sing. Um, It charms you um, if you fail the DC 11. So that's Garland and Erica. Um, You are currently charmed by this wonderful little kind of like, even though it's quite an aggressive and ugly looking creature, its voice actually sounds quite beautiful as it starts to sing this weird little sea shanty um, that has recently became famous on TikTok. There you go. Yeah, Cultural I was, I was hoping it would be a sea shanty. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> let's let's keep it current, guys. Um, which is what helps us move the water. Anyway, um, I hate myself. I'm sorry. Whilst charmed by the harpy, uh, you are incapacitated, um, and you ignore the songs of other harpies. 
What, what, what? Hang on. I hmm? feel like I've missed something. What was the, the DC? The DC was 11. 11. And you rolled oh. 9. Yes, That's with it. you. Uh, I was so, like, what? I'm lost here. So you, okay. you, she so, was too busy singing the Wellerman in yes. her head. Yes. yes, I was charmed. Uh, so Erica and uh, for Erica and Garland, uh, you currently will not fall to the whims of the other harpy if it starts to sing, uh, but you will take your turn trying to move towards uh, the harpy that is currently in front of Kodar. Uh, da, 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 da. Yes. You 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 have a you have a chance to uh, to throw your repeat the saving throw at the end of your turn to try uh, get out of that that kind of weird charm that you're currently in as it starts to sing. Uh, but that is that thing's turn. That brings us to Erica. Erica, you appear in place once again as you your willpower kind of drains and you find yourself needing to return to corporeal form. Um, you, so what can I do? You basically are going to start moving towards the creature. Um, okay. So what is your movement speed, please? It is 30 feet hovering. So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. We'll get you right next to it there. Uh, you can roll another wisdom save. Oh. Uh, 13. 13, excellent. So you find yourself Yay. slowly being drawn, almost like you're being pulled by some invisible rope towards the harpy and you bring yourself around Kodar and then as you do you shake your head and suddenly you realise that you've you've been stunned or charmed and you've woke up in front of this harpy completely um, can't remember what the hell has just happened but you remember hearing a song and just feeling a pull towards it um, however you are no longer uh, charmed by it um, hey. that is your turn that will bring us to Nerineth all right. Uh, my hunter's mark is still active. Yeah, it is indeed. Uh, so I'm I'm going to I'm going to shoot that little bitch. B word. <laughs> <laughs> Expletive. Um, anyway, um, it's fine. We we were never going to be a like under 18s podcast, were we? <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. um, roll for attack. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Oh, that was. Rubbish. Rubbish. That was the... <laughs> uh, that was that was ten. A ten. You just shoot shy of the uh, of the harpy as it sways back and forth, trying to uh, trying to uh, charm whoever it will, and doesn't really know who it's got under its song. It realizes it's, it's got Erica and starts to smile, but other than that, yeah. it doesn't know anything yet. Um, you bring your crossbow up and loose, and it just swaying in its own merry little tune, uh, dodges out the way by a breath. Um, a queen. Do bee. not like this harpy. Anything <laughs> else for you, Nerina? Nah. Excellent. We'll bring us to <laughs> Kodar, it. who also <laughs> somehow I'm just going to point out, point this out, as the uh, <laughs> as the barbarian in the group. Is. Got a twenty-one on his wisdom save. So proud of him. Well done, <laughs> team twenty-one. Crazy, man. Yeah. If it was an intelligent <laughs> save, it would have been worse. <laughs> anyway, um, he he he's done that. It wasn't. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, that is uh, that. This brings us to Kodar, who is going to see this thing still floating and getting quite perplexed. Pull his hand axe and just raise it up and again smack it into the head of the creature. Uh, oh, that's cocked. Um, damn dice. And rolls the same number anyway. So that is an 18 to hit. So hits. Very big doing. A d6 plus 3. And seven point. And Harpy is a gun. Yes! Harpy number oh. 2 falls to the ground in front of uh, Kodar and Erica in a weird little clump as it just flies, you know, as it lands and then <gasps> just flattens on the ground. Uh, Kodar just looking down at it, not really fussed by the fact that the creature has just died in front of him. It was intended to do that. Anyway, uh, that brings us to Harpy number one, who is currently uh, watching Garland, who has just come out. You will have come out of the charm because of the, the singing stopping. Um, so it is going to use this moment to try and attack you. Um, it's going to do... Nah, that's an 11. Nope. And for its club, <laughs> a five. <laughs> <Ooh>. Nope. 
I'm going to go with uh, this one, realising that it's not getting much of a, a look-in with you, and then also seeing its friend has been killed. We'll take this moment to stop flying back, so you'll get an attack of opportunity. Um, cool. Let's... Nope. 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 I rolled a one. <laughs> um, oh. Lovely. Um, it... It just flits out of the way before you even get a chance. Um, it is your turn. It's about 30 feet away from you if you do want to do anything, but it's starting to uh, kind of reverse itself from its swoop down towards you. It's starting to labour back towards uh, up into the air. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do a thing. Go for it. <laughs> um... So I'm gonna take a bottle. Yep. And I will use my first level spell slot, and I will yeet said bottle. <laughs> can I get a dex save? You can, Mandem. You can get a, a dex save all you want. <laughs> Natural twenty. <laughs> I, I apologise for how high I'm rolling tonight. Uh, this is only scaring me for later. Uh, that's a 21 altogether. <laughs> I lost you for a second there. Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, you just, you came, you've come back, but he came back all at once. Yeah, oh. we didn't hear what you said in that's the last right. 10 seconds or so. Apologies. Uh, I rolled a natural 20 for a 21. And I apologise now for what this is making me realise is going to happen this evening. <laughs> oh, uh, that's fine. Um, so the bottle will just carry on um, moving the full distance of ninety feet. <laughs> Excellent. And then it would just drop to the ground. Excellent. So you launch the bottle into in the direction of the harpy. It goes a couple of feet wide, and it just continues flying across the tundra, and then just skids to a stop on the ice. You can see it because it's a. I imagine uh, just because of how my mind is imagining this sort of thing. I imagine it's one of those like really dark brown beer bottles against a oh, yeah. very a very <laughs> bright white icy tundra. Um, uh, but is there anything else for you, Garland? Yeah, just move me up 30 feet closer. Excellent. Oh no, 25 feet. I'm a dwarf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. We'll get you there. Um, excellent. That brings us to Erica. Erica, you are currently watching uh, Garland and the Harpy uh, give chase. I'm going to fire another arrow, please, Bob. Uh, just wanted my score sheet up so I know exactly what I'm doing. Um, does a 16 hit? It will indeed. Unfortunately, you won't have sneak attack on this one. No, that's absolutely fine. Piercing damage then is... Uh, da, da, da. Oh, shoot, what is my dex? That is a good question. Uh, piercing damage is a 4. Excellent, thank you very much. So again, you turn your attention to the next one, loose an arrow, it catches into one of the wings and it starts to flap a little weird before then regaining itself and continues flying upwards. Uh, do you want to move or are you just staying in place? Um, I would like to... I'm trying to think of the best way to do this. I want to dash, but I want to dash closer to it. You've used your action to... Oh, wait, you're a No, I've got a bonus a action. Um, yes. So I'd like to dash closer. Excellent. So, I so can 30, so you can get 60 feet. Stab it. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 55, 55. The turn is coming before my next one, but so let's get closer so I can attempt to stab it. 55 will get huh? you right up next to it. So you take your take take a breath uh, or some sort of breath, being a ghost, uh, and then just zoom across the ice, leaving like a, almost like a weird little uh, light green ethereal trail behind you, where smoke would be there if you were running oh, in. Uh, it's like the northern lights. <laughs> that brings us to Nerina. What would you like to do? 
uh, move 30 feet closer, which I believe brings me within 30 feet of Miss Harpy want number one. Yeah, so. indeed. Thirty. There you go. Gets you there. You are uh, twenty-five feet away from the harpy. Mm -hmm. Can I transfer my hunter's mark? You to can. You well. move your hunter's mark. And then that's that's it, isn't it? Because me moving is my action, right? No, you've got an action to do things. Still, oh. it's only if you. Oh, use well, your... I'm just. I'm gonna. I'm gonna shoot her then. Excellent. Yes. Roll for attack. It's only if you <laughs> use a dash action that you would. Uh, okay. You'd have lost your move, your action sort of thing. Oh, I see, I see. Uh, 21. 21 hits. Oh, yes. Take her down. Please, <laughs> because I'm right next to her thigh. <laughs> <clears throat> that is... Ooh. All the birds. Man. Uh, 12. 12 points of piercing damn. damage. Yes. Excellent. So, again, you, you bring your hand, crossbow up, and you... Rather than aiming for anywhere like uh, a larger body part or one of the wings, you actually aim for a joint area of where the wing is meeting the body, and you watch as it basically falters for a moment and drops down a couple of feet, then tries to labour itself back up. Um, it's not looking happy. <laughs> Anything else for you? Not a happy happy. <laughs> not a happy not happy. happy. I'm, I'm alright for now. Lovely, that brings us to Koda, who is going to just uh, take his hand axe and kneel down and start just hacking away at the corpse of the uh, of the harpy in front of him. Lovely, not break my bolts! Um, that brings us to harpy number one, who is going to continue fleeing. Uh, it uses its dash action. Uh, so, right, yeah, it flees. Uh, so, for all intents and purposes, it's now 60 feet ahead of Erica, 70 feet ahead of uh, Garland, and will be, uh, do, 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 maths, 90 feet ahead of Nereneth. Um, what a boob. Garland, that brings us to you. Do you do anything? Um, yes, I do. I move up 25 feet. Okie dokie. I get you there. Okay. And I'm going to throw my hammer at it. Excellent. Roll for it. Because this requires me to roll. <laughs> <laughs> so excited. Oops. <laughs> I got an 18. An 18 hits. <laughs> Is that it? Is it dead? I, I, I don't know. <laughs> We do it. Uh, that's seven damage. It did roll quite low health, so it does indeed die. <laughs> yes! <laughs> Garland, after taking the, the, the little beating that you got from it and then chasing it across and your bottle going askew, you take your hammer and just lob it towards the back of it and you just hear that tung as it hits the back of its skull <laughs> and then it lands in the ground, skidding a couple of feet on its face. And that is the round. <laughs> Yeah! <laughs> Excellent. I think my next action was going to be very suicidal, so I'm quite glad we didn't get that far. <laughs> Excellent. I wasn't so ready to die so soon. Uh, so, oh, that's a bit too jolly. There we go. Um, so, uh, you are currently in the middle of the uh, of the icy lower half of Lake Dinshire. Uh, you've got the caves that you've been told to come look at spreading ahead of you in the eastern direction there's a, a wall uh, a kind of cliff face with several large openings in the side of it and there's like a stairwell that is leading up to each one you can see the 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 furthest right one is on your level and there's kind of like a, a frozen where the water would have once flowed from Lactinshire into this cave uh, but it's now all completely frozen but you can see that that now has made an icy floor for you to walk into this cave uh, there is then a five-foot uh, step that goes up to another large opening, another five-foot step that goes up to a third, and a fourth and final one that goes up to the uh, another five-foot step. Right. Be before we go anywhere, can I get my crossbow bolts? You yeah, can indeed. As per our homebrew rule, uh, you get half uh, what you used back. Uh, so. Yep. Whatever you use, so mark I half back. Gain one back then. Yeah, I yeah. only gain one as well. Three. I'm changing it now on my character sheet to make sure it says I've got 19 arrows, so I don't think I've got 20 <laughs> in the wild. 
No worries. And I will <laughs> reclaim my hammer and my beer. Yeah, you got that. Yeah, so proud. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> good rolls today, guys. Good, good, yeah, well good done. Rolls. Yeah. Hey, I was fully expecting us to die. I think that's There's the still best time. I've ever you know. Done. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm especially impressed that Steve used the word yeet <laughs> in the middle of this. Yes. It's the only word you can use for lobbing a bottle into the earth. Very good. Very good. So, right. yeah, so that's part of the fun of my uh, spells is I have renamed all of them. Mm. So catapult is yeet, and um, the poison spray that I attempted and failed at was a uh, good beer burp. Oh, oh, oh! I can kind of smell it. Yeah, it makes me feel exactly what that burp is. It. Yeah, it's no, those I'm old men that. down at a pub that have been drinking ale all day. Uh, uh, that new Why do you think it was poison stuff? damage? Oh, it's grim. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, just just hearing about it because we've all been in the presence of someone who's done it. Just hearing it described was was not for me, thanks. <laughs> Lovely. That's my can trip. That's going to happen a lot. Warning <laughs> 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 you now. As long as you don't ever do it to me as a character, we will be fine. But you're a ghost. We should be fine. I'm a ghost. Yeah, Steve, we never discussed if ghosts have a sense of smell. That never came up in that. Well, you don't eat, discussion. breathe, uh, sleep, or Yeah, drink, so, so I'm going to say I don't. You, you technically don't breathe, so you, you wouldn't be able to smell it. Just exist. Yeah, you're, you're, you're yeah. a physical being, but you're only a physical being because you're... The way the way we've worked it in the, in the race is that you have a willpower that keeps your physical body... Uh, from passing through limbo into whichever plane that you or God of choice or maybe not even of your own choosing would take your soul to. Yep. Beans. Thank you. But yes, you have these. Cave uh, time. You have these four caves. Uh, what would you like to do? So everyone, on a scale of one to ten. Um, how much worse than the evil flying bird women do you think these caves are going to be? Because I'm I mean, thinking... Pretty pungent smell, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Not not <clears throat> attracted to that smell at all. But you kind of are a little bit... I kind of want to find out what's doing it. But it's not It's the like mystery, it. isn't it? As Kodar comes over to you with a new uh, shoulder pauldron made of a harpy's skull. Uh, <laughs> he he walk, walks over. Sorry, everyone. Um, good fight. Very good. You um, you kept your own. Very good. Um, where is next? I see you've... Well, I see you've kept somebody else's own as well. Nice. I give him um, a thumbs up. It is, um, it is tradition of... Um, tradition of tribe. Okay. Trophy. Hmm. Um, hmm. Just uh, a thing. Uh, gonna go with... Yeah, it'd definitely be Nerenef. Uh, Nerenef, could you make a nature check after hearing this, please? Yes. Because this is... Already <laughs> from... Just scrolling through my book, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 21. 21, excellent. Ooh. Perfect. Uh, already such. Bring your backstory in as I go. Nerenef, as you hear him say uh, that it's part of his tribe, you start to look uh, Kodar over and you realise that he doesn't actually have any visible tattoos. Um, something that you would know for some reason it's your brain... Normal. That's your... abnormal for it. Yes. Your brain <laughs> suddenly goes hang... Uh, and you, like, you don't know why you know it. But your brain suddenly just looks at him and goes, what tribe? You don't have tribal tattoos and not in the cool 19-year-old who got a <laughs> part-time job and went and got a tattoo to impress his girlfriend sort of oh way. <laughs> um, in Giant, uh, I would like to ask him what tribe he belongs to then. 
Uh, excellent. Uh, does anyone else speak giant just before uh, we go into this? I do not. Nope. Excellent. Um, as uh, for you two, then you just hear this weird kind of. It's <laughs> it's it's almost in my mind, and I don't know why I go here. It's Germanic and very um, <laughs> accusative nouning of the uh, of, uh, of Germanic language, but uh, you hear this very aggressive and guttural language come out of Nereneth who then has a moment of uh, back and forth with uh, Kodar. Uh, he explains that he doesn't know his tribe so he's made his own. So cute. Hence the name Kodar <laughs> the Lost. Um, Aww. Aww. I want to adopt him into my tribe. <laughs> <laughs> she says that out loud. Uh, he again. So he, as he, uh, as as he says this and looks at you, he has a bit of a sheepish look to him. But then he, uh, he's kind of. I will try in common. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's as far as I've got. Sorry that I lost you all there for a second. Hello? What happened? We, we got you back. <laughs> yeah, we got you back. Excellent. Um, uh, nothing. That's fine. Uh, just so so you'll be aware. He he kind of realizing what he's saying and looking at the other two. He says in common uh, that. He his tribe is his tribe by him only. Oh, you can only be a one man tribe. Um, that tribe is tribe is um origin. Fate is forward, and he points towards the caves. Does he point to a specific cave? Because if so, we're going to that one. Uh, with that survival roll, he will roll, point towards... <laughs> oh, that's fitting. Uh, he points towards cave number oh, two. No. So he points at the, the 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 second lip up. So the not the highest one, but the next one down. Cool. Okay. So are we all in agreement that we should go to that cave that he's pointing at? I mean, as Kodar says, fate mm -hmm. is forward. <laughs> and she'll point to that same cave. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, as Erica, I will say cave number two, please. <laughs> Won't put Bob on the end of it because it doesn't Who's exist Bob? in this world. Exactly. <laughs> Just cave Some two, sky please. being. <laughs> um, <laughs> you weren't a of Bob. Don't worry about it. <laughs> can I? Uh, can Nereneth check for any signs of tracks or uh, like uh, just any sign of any any thing going towards that cave that we're in from the outside? Yep. Make a survival check for me. Sure thing. I don't know how this works. Where is my sheet? I'm trying to move this mic away from my mouth so I stop breathing into it. it keeps edging back up. Oh, that was... that was... grand. <laughs> uh, that's a, a, a good old... Uh, Six. Six. Um, <laughs> even with your low roll, uh, you start to notice as you walk around that there are four sets of tracks or like small human, maybe dwarven sized tracks leading down the fourth entrance, the one that looks like the frozen river going into the cave. Uh, there mm. are no signs of those tracks heading up the steps. And you do see, as you start to look over them, you can see what look like quite large paw prints that have gone up the tracks. Um, up the steps, sorry. I will um, mention that to the others. Um, would I recognise those paw prints? With that survival check, no. Okay. It's more that because of the more circular shape of it, you get it's kind of like... Uh, it's just a paw. Yeah, it's it's been hit by <laughs> by some sort of like four uh, four legged creature rather than a more larger foot shape. Okay. Uh, 
Well, if we we're looking for people, if we're looking for these 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 lost people, we should probably be following the 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 hum, human print, surely. Well, dwarf actually, but yeah. Um, everyone agrees. Seem to know. Yeah, happy to go with whatever you think is best. Are All there right going to be more things like? And he just points to the harpies. <laughs> Probably. Oh. Isn't that why we're here? Kodar looks at each of you and goes, um, There is local legend that this is um, haunted, but um, not not sure what, what is haunted by. I think we might be about to find out then. Uh, Alright then. Looking forward to it. Excellent. I will Garland ask... opens the beer. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will ask um, just before stepping in here who has dark vision and who doesn't? Me. Uh, do I? That is a good question. I do not. You do not. I do. Excellent. And Kodar doesn't. Um, I have a bullseye lantern that I can pass I have to a normal lantern. The That's other fine. two. That's fine. Um, just so you're aware, as you start to step towards the fourth cave entrance then, the first mm -hmm. thing you hear is this very weird... You feel a breeze come from down the tunnel, and as the breeze comes down, you it sounds like a faint wailing. However, mm. however, the the moment the free that the uh the the breeze stops, the wailing stops. As you look down the tunnel, you can see that there are holes in the in the ceiling uh, of the uh, of the tunnel that are allowing moonlight to fall through. So it's not completely dark in here, but there are like pockmarked areas of light, and then parts which are very dimly lit because they're between the mm -hmm. two holes that have created light in here. Okay. So you start to follow up the you start to follow up the t the tunnel. And as you follow for about 50, 60 feet, it starts to veer slightly to the right. And the entire time, you are very gently walking along because the entire floor is made of ice. It is literally you are walking across the frozen water that would fill Lactinshire behind you. Mm -hmm. As you get about... 120 feet down the tunnel you come to what looks to be a large lip uh, where a stone or a flooring in the natural design of the of the cave uh, has created this weird kind of tiny waterfall um, it looks about 10 foot high uh, it looks scalable uh, and you can see that uh, for Neronef you can see that the tracks you've been following uh, get to here and you can see scrap marks where it looks like they've climbed up okay you can every time there is a breeze again you hear that weird wailing I'm not a fan of that noise it sounds how do I put this um like certain death <laughs> oh come on it's surely just the wind coming through the, the cave yeah, yeah, um, and I keep telling myself that. Um, it's just that with wind, it's like an undercurrent of I'm gonna die oh, kind of thing going on. Right. Okay, it's yeah. a vibe. Um, you know, we're, we're here for adventure and <laughs> finding treasure and magical beer ingredients, so um, why not walk into the jaws of death? Well, they went up this wall thing. Lip. Cool. You obviously know what you're doing. So, uh, it's to you. You've got the lead on this. Hey. Alright then. Uh, <clears throat> I <laughs> will, um, uh, I will, um, I don't know, maybe use my... I don't know how to say this word. I'm going to say pitten. Yeah. Python? Uh, I yeah. believe it's pitten. <laughs> I think it's pitten too, but it's it doesn't... 
doesn't have a I've double got them P. as well and I was like I'll wait for someone else to say the word we're all chickens um yeah I I guess I will I will put a couple of those into the wall to try and help us excellent um with blow way up with that, um, you, uh, I'm going to say to get up it, you're going to need to make an acrobat, not an acrobat, an athletics check with those pitons. You've got advantage. So if we can have an <clears throat> athletics check from everyone. Mm-hmm. How many pitons do you have, by the way? Because I've got five. If you want, I have ten. Oh, sweet. How many do you think we'd use, Steve? Uh, it's only a ten foot one, so you'd probably put one just as a, a point to. Just as a you about five foot up, or about two or three foot up, actually, because obviously, uh, with yep. uh, let's say two, because of uh, without being offensive, we have a dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> we have a dwarf that rolled a nineteen because yeah. of strength based. Yeah. What check do we have? <laughs> uh, it's an athletics check. <laughs> so I've got seven. <laughs> oh my god! You had you that's had with my advantage. <laughs> yep. I got seventeen. And weirdly, <clears throat> I can just hover, potentially hover upwards, so I don't even really need them. So I'm going to ask, in what order would you go up? <laughs> Obviously knowing that um, that you've got um, Neronef has put the pittons in, and then each of you can go up in your own time. I think I would have waited until the end, just in case we needed to put more in the wall. <clears throat> Garland would have probably gone up first because the last thing that was mentioned was magical ingredients, <laughs> and that that got that got, got him that got him hyped up again. Oh, yeah. Making a note of that for the future. <laughs> it's effectively leader, like Garland. going Scooby snacks. I love it. <laughs> magical ingredients. <laughs> uh, so we're going. We'll go with it was uh, Garland. Um, funnily enough. With your, your floating and such like that, I'm going to say that you... Erica, you just float up. You don't actually climb yeah. it. You just hover. I was just about to ask you a question. So I was thinking I can float up at the same time as somebody else. Yeah. So there's at least two of us going over the top. That's sort fine. Of thing. But, um, so I've got that floating orb action. Uh, I can traverse vertically, but you will fall back down to the ground at the end of your turn. Yes. Because this is not a turn-based thing. So a turn is about six seconds, so you'd be able to move in six seconds, you'd be able to move 30 feet. It's only a 10 foot lip, so you'd be able to get up and you'll be fine. Land. Cool. I'll I'll use my floating orb skill. Excellent. I I wasn't sure whether I had to use that in combat or... No, it's just if you do use it in combat, you've got a a time scale sort of thing. So if if you were to go, is this over a certain amount of turns or not? Uh, So as... As Kodar gets the last one up, I'm going to say, in a, in a fair kind of way, uh, because Kodar's quite heavy and he's quite big, he places his foot on it and you hear that kink as the pitten starts to slip. And you, thinking you're quite light, um, Naranith, place your foot on it. And as you do, you hear the clink as water sprays out. However... As, as you pull yourself, start to pull, try to pull yourself up and then slip because of the ice and land into the wet behind you, there's a very weird feeling. As the water starts oh. to roll around you, it then almost feels like the water is trying to grab at you. And we'll leave our okay? session here. Oh. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so, um... That is the end of this episode. We are going to go take a five, ten minute break in recording. You guys will come back next week to find out what the hell's going on with that water. Um, <laughs> will Nereneth get washed away? <laughs> I told you it's a TPK in this place. I didn't tell you how it was. Um, <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, so that uh, will be where we're going to take a break. Um, I, it feels really weird that we're finishing another episode before some sort of weird cliffhangery thing uh, so come back next week and find out all that want to say bye say bye 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 thank you for listening to 16 candle cubes your players were emma bamford as erica jones jade leanne pierce as neronith halladar and liam thornton as garland goodbeer your dm was steve archer theme music by steve archer 
background music was performed by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com. Other background music was performed by Bombarded Podcast and can be found at bombarded.bandcamp.com. All artworks thus far has been created by Bingle Bang Bang. Thank you for listening and we shall see you next week. <laughs>